0: Brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And
1: welcome to another episode of The Real Estate Breakfast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcast from. Well, it's another Friday morning that snuck up on us pretty quickly. It is the 11th day for November for 2022. And coming up this morning, we're going to be having a look at the Downsizer. What is it exactly and what are the trends that you need to know about downsizing? And also, uh, people, when they're buying property, you never know what is going to press their button to make a purchase, sometimes more so with premium properties. And I've got a point in case this morning, which is a Brighton mansion boasting a Batman-style lift that yes takes you and your car into an underground car park the property has a listing range of between 7.5 and 8.5 million you drive onto a platform and via a remote controller takes you down 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 into the bowels of your very own basement holy batman rich people love it seems a bit of a bat cave Oh, strike me down, Robin. What's going on with this cave, hey? (laughs) Look, I think it's
2: an amazing house. It sounds to me amazing. I haven't seen it, but what I can see from the photos, it looks like it's a car stacker. So you drive in, you've got great security. It would just have an amazing wow factor for this kind of property. So you often find on these really top M luxury premium properties that there are some really quirky and unique features, and they really do help to sell the property. I've seen some incredible C bus systems where you press a button, all the blinds go up or down, Um, But to have a Batman cave, I mean, that's next level. I mean, people need these days, people often have, especially wealthy people, often have three or four cars. And, you know, if they want guests coming over, it's just a great way to get them off the street and uh, and protect your car asset.
0: We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. It's the Main Centre Forecast with PRD Selling smarter every day.
1: All right, let's have a look at your weather around Australia on this Friday morning. And first, we go to Sydney, expecting a possible shower today and a high of 25 degrees. In Melbourne, expecting 21 with showers. In Brisbane, expecting a mostly fine and sunny Friday, 27 is your forecast high. And in Perth today, partly cloudy and expecting 22 as. your forecast top. If you're celebrating your birthday today for the 11th of November, Demi Moore, she is celebrating with you. Happy birthday, Demi Moore, 59 today. Leonardo DiCaprio, he is celebrating a birthday, turning 47, and he was just 21 years old when he made Titanic. And it was on this day back in 1975, Australian Prime Minister Gough Whitlam was removed from office, becoming the first elected Prime Minister removed in over 200 years.
0: It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Let's talk property a podcast series with Rich Harvey.
1: And this morning the term downsizing. It's been around for many decades and refers to the process of selecting smaller accommodation once the kids have flown the nest. Another common term that is used is right sizing these days which perhaps is more PC as people of all ages are now changing their accommodation to suit their life stage not just their older age status. So what are the latest downsizing trends and how is this impacting the property real estate market? So to help us understand this growing trend, we have Rich Harvey, who is back from Buyers Advocate and CEO of propertybuyer.com.au. And welcome back to the Real Estate Breakfast, Rich. Thank you, Craig. Great to be on the show. So let's break it all down. Let's have a look at the demographics of the typical downsizer in terms of age and perhaps life stage and net wealth. Great question. There's a lot
2: of information and stats around the demographic of downsizers. But if we look at the typical downsizer in Australia that's aged over 65, particularly those 65 to 74 year olds, there's around two and a half million of them in Australia. And even those in their mid 70s, they've still got a life expectancy that's going to get well into their 80s. And what we've found is the demographic of downsizers, they're not moving into aged care, right? They're not at that stage where they leave the family home and then go straight to aged care, but they're downsizing to something smaller, more manageable. And we've found that these average households, they're typically worth around $1.6 million each, each household, which is around 60% higher than the average Australian household. It's really a demographic that's quite large. They've got long life expectancy, above average wealth, and they've got aspirations to make the most of their their post-working life. And really, you know, they've got the world at their feet. Kids have left home. They're ready for their next chapter of life.
1: Yeah. And what percentage of the population are currently in that downsizer demographic? Is there a wave coming?
2: If we look at just the 65 to 74-year-old bracket, that's 10% of the population. But if we include the people over 75 years of age, then that's around 2 million people. So it's a very large cohort of the population. So the total over 65s, of many of whom would be downsizers, that's around 17% of the population, which is about the highest proportion of over 65s we've ever seen. And the reason this this wave is coming, and the number's going to continue to grow, is because medical advances make people's lives live longer, and the baby boomers, right? All these baby boomers are now hitting the downsizing life stage. So yes, there is a wave coming, Craig. Mm.
1: And of course, many people in the real estate game refer to downsizers as having access to old money. Now, how will this impact the downsizer in terms of their ability to buy higher? higher quality and higher priced properties.
2: Well, as I mentioned before, the average downsizer is worth around $1.6 In fact, quite a lot would be worth a lot more than that. So that's the highest net worth that we've ever seen of this generation of retirees. But a lot of that wealth is tied up in the family home because, you know, the size of the household wealth as they downsize will unlock a lot of money for them to buy their next property. And it's also going to allow the downsizer to then spend money on other lifestyle pursuits like going on a holiday, upgrading the car and doing whatever other hobbies they've got. So I think we're going to find that this old money will be released. It's a good incentive. Actually, we just saw in the last budget, didn't we, that the um, the government announced that if you downsize your home, you can put $300,000 per person into your super fund um, at age 55. It used to be 60. So that's going to encourage the downsizer demographic as well. So all up, if you look at the over 65s, the total net wealth of that demographic is around $4 trillion. I mean, the whole housing market is worth $9 trillion. so it's, you know, it's almost 40% of the total property market. So as these people downsize, we're going to see quite a large property transfer, um, and, and this what we call intergenerational wealth transfer happen.
1: And so the wave is coming. So what does the typical downsizer require when it comes to their property preferences? Because you know, perhaps a bat cave might be on the list.
2: Yeah, well, I don't know how many of them will have Ferraris. They might be a bit too low to the ground to get into and break their backs. But uh, <laughs> what we're seeing with a lot of baby boomers is yeah, while their homes are worth a lot, they want to get out of the place where they've raised their kids. And they're really, what's pushing them is is just that they feel like the space is too big, that they don't want to have to spend time and effort maintaining uh, the property. So they're really tired of mowing the lawns and repainting. So what they're looking for is a, is a smaller property, typically more maintenance-free, and it allows them to what we call lock up and leave. So they can just lock the door, go on holidays, do their three-week cruises, come home, and then spend time with the grandchildren um, and other children, and also pursue their their other activities. So if you had to sort of summarise, Craig, what these downsizes are looking for, it's really typically a single-level home. Some of them might have a, a double story if they really want extra space. They typically want a guest room for friends or some of their kids to stay when they stay over. They often want two separate living spaces. It's amazing the number of people I've helped to buy properties where husband and wife said, oh, I don't want to watch her program and he doesn't, she doesn't want to watch my program and we want two TVs in different rooms, right? They want to be able to walk to the shops. They really want to be close to the amenities. And for a lot of these downsizers, they've been in their home for 30 or 40 years. So this might be the first time they've had a brand new kitchen or a new bathroom. And so for them, it's quite an exciting stage to think about downsizing and getting exactly what they want in their next property.
1: So in relation to downsizes, uh, how is that going to impact the property market as we know it? Are developers, for instance, becoming more attuned to the needs of a downsizer? For example, developers are building larger three and four bedroom units, like more disabled access and the luxury units closer to shops and amenities. I think all of that kind of factors into what you're talking about.
2: Oh, absolutely. Look, the smart developers are absolutely doing that. And there's a lot of seniors living. Uh, what that means, in, particularly in New South Wales, is developments that's you have to be over 55 to own these properties. And they are building some beautiful, beautiful properties that have really great specs, really great amenities for these downsizes. So it might be having a community pool, so you don't need to maintain it, but you can use it every day and have a swim. You might have a library or a reading room. There might be a common room or a games room. So you can actually have people and, and socialize within some of these complexes. So they're not aged care facilities as such, but they're just independent living units where everybody owns their own title, um, and they're really well designed. We're also seeing in larger high-rises some of the really top developers building four-bedroom apartments, and these are just gorgeous, uh, particularly in really, really great locations. And I think the key thing for the downsizer is as they downsize, what do they want? They want lifestyle, but they also want to think about their future needs. You know, the trend in Australia at the moment is what we call aging in place. So people don't wanna have to move all the time and they want to avoid stairs. They don't wanna have to retrofit bathrooms and walkways and put in railings. They really want all of that stuff that can be easily put into a property or have it there already. So these downsizers, they're typically looking for extra space to have their hobbies, have the family members stay over and also store a lot of their old accumulated junk from all of their years of living so far.
1: Yeah. And just finally, uh, where do you think the downsizer market want to live? Will they want a complete change of location, like move out of the city to coastal towns like a Byron Bay? Or does the statistics show that they prefer to stay connected to family members and those all-important, crucial social networks?
2: It's a mixed bag, Craig, of people moving out of the city, chasing the the coastal locations. I mean, that typically used to be downsize a retiree, pack up the caravan, pack up the house, I'm heading up to Port Macquarie. But there's a lot of varied pathways now. We're seeing the sea change definitely remains a strong trend. So does the tree change, like going to the southern highlands or some of the country areas or like orange. Um, Again, it all depends on affordability. A lot of people are moving to these inland towns simply because it's more affordable. They can sell up their house in Sydney for two or three million and go and buy a property for less than a million dollars out at Mudgie, for example. So we're also seeing downsizers relocate within the capital cities where they live. And that gives them the ability to get new accommodation. It allows them to stay in contact with their children, their grandchildren and their friends. And I think it's that social connection, which is probably going to be the biggest driver of where people decide where they want to live. But generally, we've also seen people further move further out from the capital cities because they know that through technology, they can maintain employment, they can maintain connection. The thing is, a Zoom call really doesn't cut it in terms of connecting with family. You know, there's no, no better thing than to turn up on the door or, you know with a bottle of wine and give your family a big hug as opposed to doing it over a Zoom. so i think we're going to find it will be a mixed bag of where people choose but lifestyle will be the key driver of where those locations are
1: oh yeah for sure it's all about lifestyle well that was a, a really fascinating look into the downsizer this morning rich you have a fantastic friday a wonderful weekend and catch you back next week thanks craig see you next friday